So I'm going to take the soul out of it and see if you can still survive. Yes. Okay. Here's an experiment. Electric motorcycles yes. come. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Will you tie up with Bose and JBL for the sound? So. So potato, potato, potato. Potato will become what? So. Daiwala. Okay. Radio broadcast advises safety at all times. Discusses underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how? Episode number 15 of the Biker Radio Broadcast. I am Shandy. And I am Sunny. And this show has been honoured to find itself shortlisted by a jury of international judges for the second Radio and Audio Funding Awards 2018 London. Yes, it's India's first podcast to make it onto their list of finalists. And now that we're done tooting our own trumpet, let's tell you what we've got on the show this week. Alright, so Sanjay Tripathi is one of the titans of the Indian motorcycle world. His most passionate project by far has been bringing the Yamaha R1, the first superbike to India legally. That groundbreaking effort is a cause of passion that consumes him which is very apparent when he speaks. And he's headed mission control for many motorcycles in India, leading many bike development teams over the years. Assistant Vice President of Motorsports at the world's largest two-wheeler megalith, Sanjay Tripathi, is one passionate spark plug that fires on and keeps on firing on. So we caught up with Sanjay at his cozy home in Arkepuram in New Delhi. Now Sanjay has a stable full of gleaming beauties and we were greeted with almost a mela of motorcycles in his front yard. And when it comes to motorcycles, honestly, we don't know chalk from cheese. But when you see a Yamaha RX100, that's right, a Yamaha RX100, spick and span, clean as a whistle, we know that we have a man here who's been romancing the stone for some time now. Yeah, the rock star, one among the hidden gems and the relentless workhorse powering the motorcycle story for over two decades. We're delighted to bring on the long way home on the Biker Radio Broadcast, Sanjay Tripathi. Okay, so what do you know about us? It is very interesting. It's something totally innovative, something totally new. It's offbeat, off yeah. the center. Right. I was just wondering that maybe not many people know it because it's yeah. not a typical biker biker show. It's more of a contra-cultural movement kind of a show. The swinging 60s show, you know. You, it's man. more like that, you know. <laughs> okay. Because, see, you'll talk to a person like me who's been in development. He'll talk about product. He'll talk about pistons. He'll talk about compression ratios. He'll talk about gear ratios, which is extremely boring. Uh, so when you talk about culture, how things came about, what is the person, if he rides a bike, how his personality is reflected in the bike. If he rides a super sports, what kind of a personality? If he, he rides a cruiser, he rides a Harley, what kind of a personality he has? Right. I ride different kind of bikes, what kind of a personality he has? So right. bikes generally reflect a person's personality. So which means we don't have a personality. No. <laughs> I have a personality. And that is a food. I love food. Okay, I love food. What is food? I don't know. Maybe biryani or something. Oh, cool. <laughs> but you're not invited. So just keep it. Keep, keep no, but our listeners are. Because they can hear the refreshing hooker. So we have to explain what is happening. We are at Sanjay's place. And we are, this morning we are talking to Sanjay Tripathi. Yeah. The God himself. <laughs> yeah. And he's been very kind to have us home. And we said we need a place where we can, where you're comfortable. So we are here. So first of all, Sanjay Tripathi, welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast and welcome to the long way home. Thank you to calling me to the long way home. As a corporate, how are you at home on a Friday? So uh, <laughs> today, first half, 
uh, I did not have any meetings, and okay. as I had had a talk with Sandy, that he needs a quiet place. He told me, <laughs> otherwise he could have come to office or some other yeah. meeting joint. Yeah. So in the first half till about two thirty, I scheduled my meetings in the second half. You know, generally, and Hero uh, Motor Corp is a big supporter of you know World Cup. So yesterday evening, I was seeing the World Cup, so I got up late also. What a match! Yeah, so what a match it was. It was fun. So I decided to go to office after lunch today. Okay. So first half is all dedicated to you guys. Awesome. We <laughs> and are, about we are, bikes. We are absolutely honored to be here, uh, talking to you, uh, and uh, little research that we've done on Sunday. And when I looked at where you started, which was at I think Royal Enfield, Royal Enfield. corporate career. Yes, yes. And then uh, you went to Honda, Honda, Yamaha, Yamaha Harley, Royal Enfield again, Royal Enfield back to Royal again, Enfield. and Hero, and now Hero. Yeah. So that reads like a timeline of uh, you yeah. know, how uh, motorcycling has kind of developed uh, over uh, these years. Absolutely correct. So just to give you a little bit more of a background, I came into motorcycling when no, I was. No, let's go back. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's go. go let's back. go further back. Let's okay. turn back time. The, yeah, turn back time to absolutely the beginning. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Your first memory of two wheels. So my first memory of two wheels was sitting on a 1967 model of a Royal Enfield, which belonged to my mama. Okay. On the and tank. And the petrol tank, and he is riding, and we. Going to buy a softy. That was in Lucknow, Hazrat Ganj. Sitting on the tank, going and buying. You were born sixty nine. Sixty nine. Summer of sixty nine. Summer of sixty nine. Woodstock generation. Me Rock too. and roll, Me baby. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. You're older. Me too. So swinging sixties. What month? Month were you born? So it was eleven June sixty nine. Wow. What a Yes. Belated happy birthday. <laughs> thanks, Belated thanks, happy birthday. So it was all swinging sixties, Woodstock generation. So you know the creative generation. Yeah. Yeah. So at age two, you remember, you kind of have this memory of Some sitting, sitting on the tank, you know, holding the front, and he is riding and buying the softy and coming. It's called Rovers. I know Rovers in Lucknow. It's under the neem tree. Yes, and that used to be the PVR of that generation. Okay, and used to have used to have all these young guys and girls from Lamartnia and Lucknow University. Lot of Anglo-Indian chaps. Yeah. And what I remember under the tree, there used to be a tent. This I'm talking about early 70s, 73, 74, 75, and there used to be rock and roll being played there by the Anglo Indian. There used to be huge yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. We think rock and roll started in Bombay, Delhi. No, it started in places like Lucknow, Calcutta. It was these areas yes. where the Anglo Indian community was there. Was and of course, now you have the hard rock cafe and God knows what else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started in places like this. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of missionary school. Lamartnia, Loroto, yes. all this because it was a huge British army base during the era of the Raj. Yeah. Then the next experience was very interesting. My father was posted abroad, mm. so we were visiting many places. But what I remember is of Holland and England, London and Amsterdam. So these huge motorcycles were there. This was in sometime seventy eight, seventy nine. Okay. Wow. When I was eleven, eleven and a half, twelve, when you have a little bit of sense, what a motorcycle is. Right. So I used to check out the speed on the speedometer. There was no digital speedometer that right. time. Everything was analog, right. and whatever the speed was, it was mentioned. Right. So generally, big bike used to have two ten, two twenty, two forty. Some of the bikes used to have two sixty. Yeah. My God, oh. that's the best bike. Two hundred and sixty kilometers per hour. It goes the fastest. This is the best bike. I don't remember the brand. I don't remember anything. But what I remember, the speed on the speedometer was two sixty kilometers per hour. Uh-huh. That was the best bike for me, and that's how the DNA and the mm. genes sunk in. Mm. Because I feel even today, you become a biker at the age of ten when you start putting the posters in your room. Mm-hmm. From the posters in your room to the bike in the garage will take ten years. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. it may take ten years, but you become a biker at the age of ten. So you become a hardcore when you don't even ride a bike. When you have early memories, when, when you start you're putting posters, then is that the core thing comes in. So, so for me, bike is. When I to say bike, I mean the bigger bikes, Royal Enfields and yeah. the Yamahas, the Hondas, you know, the Kawasaki's, the Ducatis, the Harleys. They are more of a cultural phenomena right. than True. a motorcycle. It's not a product. It's True. an expression of a lifestyle right, of right. a person. 
Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi. Tripathi, and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. When was the first time you actually rode on two wheels? So again, on the same motorcycle in the year 1982. Okay. I started riding and learning on that infield, and my uncle gave it to me. So it used to be a point old ignition infield, mm, right, and right. if in a rainy season the point will pit and it will not start. I learned mm-hmm. put the rag inside. Yeah, so mm. it is irritating that time, mm. but you are getting attached and involved with the bike, you know, right, right. with the two wheeler. What happens? How the ignition works? How the carburetor works? The carburetor used to leak. Uh-huh. So I used to set it up and I used to start riding. So was your father supportive? Mother was supportive? Yeah, yeah, they were okay with it. They were okay? They, they were okay with it because I think they had seen bikes in the family from a very, very early age, in the 60s. So they were okay. And unlike of today, Lucknow that time or even Delhi that time was, was breathable. empty, breathable. There's hardly any people, hardly any traffic. So it was safe. So not an issue. And even that time, I remember I used to have a silver color studs full face helmet wow. in 82. Right. Mm-hmm. And in '82, there was this Chinese shop in Lucknow which used to make boots. I got my boots done and wow. on Hazratgan. Oh, on Hazratgan. In Hazratgan, because for me it's just not bike. It used to be the whole thing, you know. It used yeah. to be the boots and the helmets and the everything. Uh-huh. Because I used to buy these old magazines and check out the photographs of the bikers of that time. Yeah. Put up posters in my room from a very early age. Uh-huh. Do you remember any names? I had one, Gabriela Sabatini. She was on a mobike, man. I couldn't help it. I mean, she looks so good. And so did the mobike. Maybe they were different bikes. Banelli, I remember one. I remember Yamahas, uh, XJRs. I remember R1 photographs whenever R1 came out, you know, in the 90s. But any photographs, that used to be the dream, you know. It was freedom. It was something great. So, this is just the machine or the there was it, it was being ridden by a rider or... Some rider, sometimes a machine. Some rider. <laughs> sometimes a yes. nice looking girl, sometimes a nice looking that's girl. That's the important so part of it. That's it. So, it was the whole culture part of it. Right. So, you, what attracted you was the machine? Both. Ah, come on, say it. So we can edit things. But this, yeah, yeah. this is not going anywhere. No problem. Be absolutely, and we can probably shut the door so ma'am is not listening. No, no, she's okay, okay with it. She's okay with it. Uh, so. Very unanimously. You have invited I got my own bike when I came in first year to study in Delhi. I got my RX100, which is just standing outside. It's a 1987 RX100. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is done about 140,000 kilometers. Twice the engine has been done. You can see the condition. Yeah, we saw. One kickstart. Of course, I have restored it. Mm. That was the first bike and that was freedom in Delhi and going to North Campus. I'm from Karodimal. Okay. So, we used to stay in the railway colony, Sadar Patel Marg and other places, Pandara Road. First year, maybe 17, 80. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about... 86, 87, yeah. 88. Yeah. Wow, what a freedom. <laughs> yeah. And on the RX100. On, on the, the RX100. RX the petrol the... was 7 rupee 50 paisa per liter. Right. And you saw my wife. So she was my friend who used to give me notes and she was from LSR. Okay. okay. So she was my notes friend. Uh-huh. So I used to get notes from her and her friends. Right. Because girls are good in writing notes. Right. So I remember the petrol was seven rupee fifty paisa, and that time there used to be nirulas. Right. Oh. Okay, and at nirulas for twenty one rupees we used to get a triple Sunday and a very nice pizza. Right. Yes. So both of us used to go out, and we used to have a pizza and a triple Sunday and seven rupee fifty paisa for fifty bucks. Great date outside. Nothing comparable in the world. The two wheeler parking was free at nearly every place. Right. That time also I used to wear a helmet and nice shoes and she used to wear a helmet that time because I was very conscious about all that. She that was, was the note second friend, no? she, she was, was the note friend. friend. Uh-huh. So she used to write very nice notes or she used to get me notes from her friends because they were great. And of course I used to get and I used to pass on the to, notes. Yeah, yeah, some notes are there and some okay. pictures are there. I can show it to you. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tapati and you are listening to The Long Way Home. So, apparently you used to be in Lucknow? Yeah, you know, yeah. I spent a year and a half there. Yeah. You did? Yeah. What were you doing there? Uh, I started studying some architecture there. It is called the Government College of Architecture. Achha. And where is it? 
इट इज राइट नेक्स्ट टू दर्ट कॉलेज गोमती के किनारे बहुत सुंदर बिल्डिंग है पुरानी लखनऊ तुम लोग क्या करते थे सो रोवर्स वॉज इट मैन सो इट सीम्स रोवर्स वॉज अ प्लेस टू गेट टूगेदर राइट नीम ट्री हैंग अराउंड यू वुड हैंग अराउंड एवरीबडी वुड हैंग अराउंड रोवर्स So what is that? Like, there's cold, also cold coffee. Music. Uh, no, no. It was like a shack. We it was just a shack. Just selling uh, cold coffee and okay. stuff. Okay. So everybody who was anybody who used to hang around there. Okay. And right at the end of Hazrat Ganj. Okay. So you were ganjing, and then when you ah ganjing, when you were ganjing, you were actually ending up at Rovers and then coming back. Okay. So should we get back? What are we doing? I mean, where are we? We are somewhere trying to figure out connections between Lucknow. And uh, oh yeah, this is so Sanjay and Notes. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Point noted. Point noted. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi. Tripathi. And you're listening to the Long Way Home. 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 But you're you were born and brought up in Delhi. Born and brought up in Delhi. Okay. Hardcore All Delhi guy. All right. Hardcore Delhi guy, except okay. if you leave out the schooling time. So moving from in class seven, you moved to boarding school. Yes, that transition was okay. I mean, you were the okay. transition was okay. So I was in uh, Delhi public school, Mathura Road. Okay, class sixth. Okay, okay. Till class six, so my father got transferred. Then I moved to Mayo. Okay. I personally feel motorcycle is a culture. So adventure, motorcycles, and music—they go hand in hand. Oh yes, we we'll get so to that. So I oh, remember. Let's get to that straight away. How far back is the music going? So music is going as far back as 1979-80. Okay. Okay. Listening. What to were you listening to? What Pink was? Floyd. My parents used to listen, so I used to listen. Okay. Pink Floyd. Dad was listening to Floyd. Purple, Deep Purple, Queen, Cliff Richards, right. uh, Scorpions, AC/DC. Nice. I will show you the records. I still have LPs, and I still have an LP player. Which player? I have? still have an. Uh, I have a Maran system. Oh wow! Okay, mm. you have an and amplifier. Have you have a pre-amplifier. You have a CD deck, and you have a Maran's record player. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have LPs from 1960s still with me, and I still play Beatles mm-hmm. EPs and LPs. You still have them? I still have it. I still awesome. have it. About 200 of them. Wow. Whenever I travel abroad, I don't buy electronic music. I buy LPs. Okay. From I have a very uh, I have two places where I buy my LPs. Of course, now you get it in Delhi also. I can tell you the secrets. You get it in Chandni Chowk few yeah. LPs if you yeah. if you are lucky, and you get it opposite Plaza. Uh-huh. You still get some LPs, but the best LPs I've got it from Portobello Road in London. Wow. Okay. Nineteen sixties <laughs> LPs. Yeah. Amazing. I pick up all my LPs. How much from do you them. pay? I pay anywhere from. Five pounds to eight pounds to twelve pounds okay. per LP. Okay. It depends if it is an AC/DC or a Led Zeppelin two LP set. Yeah. Then you pay up to twenty-two, twenty-three pounds. Yeah. And they are the original sixties LP. Yeah. But I buy new LPs also from the HMV store at Oxford Street. Aren't you so happy that the vinyls are back? Yes. No. So, so is the Dire Straits song Portobello Bell? Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. It is from there yeah. and Nottingham. That movie Nottingham, Nottingham is Hill. based on the Portobello Road, yeah. and it's a cultural melting point. If you go there, is amazing. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi, and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Yeah, so welcome back. You're on the Biker Radio Broadcast. I'm Shandy, and I'm Sunny. And today we have Sanjay Tripathi. Yes, we know that he went to Mayo, but at Mayo, what really happened was that Mayo has this. a uh, way of driving and drilling discipline into you yeah as any uh, boarding school does right yeah so, look at uh, vijay singh right so uh, but that stood him in very good stead yeah. uh, later on when he started working with the japanese yeah right yeah. so uh, i guess it's that discipline that comes with uh, need know, for detail need for detail and discipline yeah. and uh, that helped him and then so so he from school he moves to doing uh, ba uh, in economics from kirorimal college and uh, then does ancient indian history does right. ma 
and then moves to doing MBA at the IMT Ghaziabad. Right. And gets picked out as campus placement, I'm assuming, at... Aishar Motors. Who had just acquired... Royal Enfield. I mean, what a first job. Yeah. But I liked his first ride when he went for his first job. Let's not let the cat out of the bag. Uh, Or let the motorcycle out of the garage. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. What did it feel like first day at work? Oh God, it was all rock and roll and I have arrived in life. Right. So I went to the office for the first day and my boss called me. His name is V. Vijay Kumar. He's a great guy. So you need a great boss initially. Great guy. He called me, so I had gone to the office on a Yamaha. So he said, you are a biker, you like bikes. Which bike you have come? I said, Yamaha, very proudly. I said, he asked me, where do you work? I said, Royal Enfield. (laughs) (laughs) So then I understood. And you heard the glass break. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me a key of a Royal Enfield and he said, even personally, you have to drive a Royal Enfield from today because there is no official and there is no personal in a motorcycle company. So that's how Royal Enfield started. Uh It was an amazing feeling, a young guy riding a Royal Enfield. My God, I had arrived in life. It was all rock and roll. Wow. It was all Beatles and all Pink Floyd and all Queen and everything was there. Oh my God. My God, I've arrived in life and I was the coolest guy. Excuse me. Horn, please. Okay, Tata. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi and you're listening to The Long Way Home. So time to get back into The Long Way Home with Sanjay Tripathi. Yep. And we asked him. Well, we asked him, what was his day like in Royal Enfield? And he said, a marketing guy is not to sit in the office, he is supposed to be in the market. Photocopy, yep. kar lo, photocopy, kar lo, photocopy kar lo, he will call me. You have to go to the dealer. You have to collect the check. You check out the inventory. You check out the bikes. You meet the customers. Okay. This is 1996. This is 1997, 1997. 98, 99. Somewhere 98, he said, why don't you start a club? That time, a club meant a gymkhana club, huh. where you go in the evening, have few drinks, have your food and come back. Oh, right. There was no motorcycle club in India. Right. He gave me a budget of 500 rupees to start a club. We had the first meeting at John Automobiles at Pandara Road. John Automobiles was our authorized service point. Okay. Right. I had negotiated with them that all the club members, whoever will come, you will do a free tuning for them. Okay. Nice. I had negotiated with Castrol India, free oil change. Okay. Okay. So that was the motivation. You, wow. some of the guys come yeah. free tuning, free all change and we will ride till Badkal Lake. Okay. Right. I had called about 25, 30 people wherever I got the address from by ringing them up. 12 people came. I took my service manager, Mr. Ghisad, who was a great supporter to me. We went for a ride. We, that time used to be film camera. Right. You have to take pictures. Also. Everything. <laughs> Chai ek rupai ki milti thi aur ban samosa khilaya tha total cost per person was around 6 to 7 bucks Do you remember months. the 12 people who came? I remember some of the guys like wow. there was Sanjeev Das okay yeah. two three other Bengali guys Bengali is a little bit off the rockers you know Sanjeev creative Sanjeev Das the artist yeah artist he's a photographer photographer artist. he's a photographer yeah, yeah, yeah. so he Bengali came Bengali is a completely off the rockers so Bengali yeah, I right. feel Sir you know the renaissance came there the bit bit ghumakkar bit off the thing oh, bit yeah, creative yeah. So those See, guys came. Experiment. I mean, that is Joy, there's another Joy Bhattacharya. Right. He stays okay. in Manali now. He came. There's this guy Anuj. He came. So three, four guys I remember came. Twelve guys total. So that's how it that's started. The, that's the beginning of the club. That was the beginning of the Didn't club. Didn't have we, a name. We called it REOC, Royal Enfield Owners Club. That time. REOC. Oh. REOC. That's how the community started. Initially in the late 90s. Okay. And today you see the Royal Enfield Owners Club or yeah, the Bullet no. Club, whatever they the call members them. of it. No? It's yeah. a huge success. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So spending uh, a few years at uh, Royal Enfield. After five years, he moves to Honda. Yeah. And now he changes roles. Yeah. He gets out of the marketing side of things yeah. into product developer yeah and eventually heads the team 
that starts working on the unicorn wow hi i'm sanjay tripathi and you're listening to the long way home i was heading the team which was doing the product planning for unicorn hmm. one of the most successful motorcycles from honda lot of learning on how does it start does it start from conceptual drawing it starts from a concept who the target customer is you have to study the consumer profiling the lifestyle his demographic profile his friends demographic profile you study everything then you sit with the designers and discuss that and you tell oh, him wow. i want a bike like this the designers will develop a concept and he'll make some sketches and he'll show you this then you discuss that now something like this i want mm-hmm. then you de- de- develop a detailed sketch and we may do a survey with the same customer and show him the sketch okay do you like uh-huh. this because to develop a bike it takes 3 years so by the time bike has to come out oh. it has to be at the cutting edge yeah. then it develops then you sit with the designers and the engineers developing the bike making sure that the by the time the bike comes out it has to be very modern very cutting edge right. it has to be very fresh right yeah, because this so r&d is also continuing r&d right. is continuing so the clay model is made the yeah. prototype is made the manufacturing is made yeah. so it took me nearly 3 years for the unicorn everything i learned about bike development came from honda uh-huh. so honda had sent me to germany okay. for training to frankfurt and at cologne that time the biggest two wheeler show in the world it's called intermot so i was representing honda india at the intermot okay. there was a huge honda stall there used to be a motorcycle designers night right. and they will vote for a bike bike of the year or bike of the intermot right. so you have glen kerr you had ishiyama san you have the top motorcycle designers of japan of europe of uk everyone there oh god great guys yeah. older guys in mid 40s 50s yeah. who have spent their life in developing the best bikes in the world everyone is there right mt01 was being showed at intermod that time and i voted okay. for mt01 and finally mt01 won the bike of the intermod wow. i met ishiyama san who was the head designer for yamaha bikes uh-huh. so i was sitting next to him and he was discussing me uh-huh. he said what are you doing in honda you are passion you come to yamaha this yamaha is more about passion is more about marketing is more about this so i just talking okay you give me an r1 i will join yamaha sometime in middle of january 1560 i get a call from yamaha india we want to meet you mm. you went met mr ishiyama head designer who is from japan yeah yeah oh, okay competitor competitor so i went to meet them and they talked to me for about an hour and so why don't you join yamaha so i was taken aback So I said, "Will you give me an R1?" I told him, "Yeah, we'll give you an R1." Oh, so that's how the story started. <laughs> I joined Yamaha India. I got my R1 in a week's time. That's how I started riding with gods. Right. From 2005. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi. Tripathi, and you are listening to the Long Way Home. 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 All the super bikes were available were illegal. Right. Got from Bombay, Bangalore, and Calcutta, where ports. So all my friends bullied me. Why the hell you don't want it? We buy these bikes illegally. Yep. They used to come second hands and yeah. illegally imports, refrigerator parts and all that. So I started talking to my Japanese bosses. They said there are no roads, nothing, no riding culture, nothing is not important. Right. You please develop your R15. You develop your FZ and all this. Yeah. So development of R15 and FZ was going on. Yeah. But I really wanted to launch the R1. So I kind of bullied them, coaxed them. In one of the meetings in 2006, you telling me the Japanese got bullied by you? Little bit. I used to tell them why, why can't they? Said no. I said there is a market. They never. They used to say there is no market. I used to say there is a market. Uh-huh. They said show me the market. So I negotiated with uh-huh. Doc. We met in one of the God's guys' farmhouses. Name is Sumit. I took my Japanese bosses there. Mm. I showed them some about 20, 25 bikers had come there in the evening. After talking to God, then they decided, okay, there is a small niche market, and if we launch an R1, the image of Yamaha will go up because the image of Yamaha was very sporty. Right. They finally agreed. Then the process started, setting up at the few of the dealership. Then the training of the dealership started. The spare parts started. We conducted some surveys. Of the guys used to do illegal importing, right? Because we had no data, right? Which other parts would get spoiled? You know, we asked God's also. ब्रेक पैड जाते हैं चेंज सेट जाता है एयर फिल्टर क्लॉग होता है बिकॉज ऑफ द कंडीशन राइडिंग कंडीशन देर आई वॉज राइडिंग माई आर वन सो आई वॉज ऑल्सो अ कंटिन्यूस फीडबैक टू यमहा दीज आर द प्रॉब्लम होल बिजनेस केस होल थ्री एस सेल सर्विस पैर पार्ट वॉज रेडी एंड ऑन सेवन डिसम्बर टू थाउजेंड सेवन दर वन वॉज लॉन्च आई मेड द मीडिया प्रेजेंटेशन आई लॉन्च द बाइक एंड टू थाउजेंड एट आर वन वन द बेस्ट इम्पोर्ट बाइक ऑफ द ईयर 
I went to collect the prize and yeah. that is a great epoch moment in the history of motorcycling in India. Yeah, absolutely. Today you have a vibrant superbike culture in India. BMW has tied up with TVS. Yes. Triumph has tied up with Bajaj now. Harley has got a manufacturing center. Triumph also has got a manufacturing setup out here. MV Agusta has also set up a center out here. Mm-hmm. Norton is here. Java is coming back. BSA is coming back. Right. Everything, all these big bikes is coming back. And I feel on that 7th of December, everything changed. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. 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 That time the R1 was launched at 10,50,000 and today it is for 24 lakhs, so you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. 10,50,000 into... So when did the upcycle change in the motorcycle? Uh, so the I remember first three months I sold about 72 bikes, I remember. Okay. Whatever I got, I sold it off. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Then of course it went down and then again and it came up. Which part of the country was that more? Basically big cities, you had Bangalore, you had Delhi, you had Pune... Okay. The big ones are today. If you ask me, unit-wise, it is the NCR region which has got the maximum superbikes uh-huh. because I feel we have the roads. Unfortunately, Pune, Bangalore, Mumbai doesn't have the roads. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry. But I think that's that's something that's coming up. It's coming okay. up. Right. You the have the Muddur Road, the Muddur cafes in right. Bangalore. Yeah. Right. So you have the Murthals of Muddur, the Ace yeah. cafes of Bangalore. Yeah. So you have the Khandara Road in Bombay. So right. you have another Ace cafe in Bombay developing up. Mm-hmm. Same for Pune. You go out of Pune, you have the ghats mm-hmm. and you have the cafes there. Right. So these small Ace cafe kind of stuff is coming up. So right. it's a culture which is coming up. The roads are improving, I hope. The governments invest a lot of money in road improvement. Yes. So yeah. it is happening. But... Yeah. Fortunately, for NCR reason, we already have it. Mm-hmm. Right. You have the expressway, you have the right. Taj expressway, you yeah, have yeah. the Chanakki Puri, you have the Murthal area, you have the Jaipur highway, you have the, the Chandigarh highway, KMP always, and you have the mountains in 300 kilometers, you reach the mountains. Yes. Yes. So you have these riding areas where not only super bike, but every kind of bike can go. You know, the adventure bike, the sports bike, the standard bike, the touring bike, the cruisers, they can go. So the motorcycle culture, I feel, unit-wise, share volume-wise, is the biggest in NCR region. Closely followed by, I think, Bangalore. Bangalore has got a motorcycle culture. Massive culture. Massive culture. And the difference between Bangalore and Delhi guys is, Bangalore guys understand their bikes, Delhi guys understand their pockets. True. Very true. It's it? and, uh, pure. Also, the other thing, Canada was telling us that Bangalore guys are very concerned about the gear. So yes. they'll never show up without the right gear riding gear proper riding gear so if it is a classic bike it will be a classic type of a riding gear if it is a sports bike it will be a sports kind of a riding gear they understand the concept and they ride as per that I would say it is a much more evolved culture than Delhi the biker radio broadcast listen connect ride on hi I'm Sanjay Tripathi and you are listening to the long way home so I'm going to take the soul out of it and see if you can still survive. Yes. Okay. Here's an experiment. Electric motorcycles yes. come. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Will you tie up with Bose and JBL for the sound? So, so potato, potato, potato. Potato will become what? So, okay. every generation, the character may change. Hmm. So, the character is sound or some kind of vibration for me. Hmm. The guy in the next generation, when an electric bike comes... For him, mobility would be more important? For him, okay, I have got a bike. I take out this ECU. I put this ECU, it becomes a super sports bike. Mm. I take out this ECU, I put this ECU, it becomes a cruiser. Feeling. I take out this ECU, I put this ECU, it becomes an on-off bike. Okay. So, it is just like updating your apps. For him, that becomes a character. And you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. But, because but that you're is old school. I'm not. Best product guys have to be at the cutting edge of the technology. They never get old. Okay. Fair enough. But, but I thought that motorcycling was like being naked in the wind. Because you're a product designer, you must have been playing with this clay. I would say the future is, see, the <laughs> next generation is coming, which will be very green-oriented generation. Yeah. They don't want sound. They are the Chipko generation who saved the 16,000 trees in Delhi. They are that generation. They don't want bar, 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 bar. They don't want exhaust. That generation will be totally new. Won't that take the soul out of it? So, so the coal post of the soul will change. Will it? What the goal post for me is today is sound, acceleration, feel, vibration. The goal post changes for him becomes silence, no emission, acceleration, 
no problem range i can change the character connectivity that becomes the soul for him bike radio soundboard soundboard hi guys this is captain jaypreet joshi also known as joe i'm a combat and survival trainer on biker radio broadcast today i'm going to be talking about edcs or everyday carry Today let's talk about bungee cords. Most of us carry these bungee cords to reinforce our luggage on our bike backs uh, so that the luggage doesn't move and stay in place. Apart from keeping the luggage in place, it also helps as a very potential survival tool or equipment. It comes in various forms and types. You will find it in the form of the tighteners or uh, the fasteners in your jackets. You can remove them and use it as a potential tool. They also come in the form of laces which you put in your boots. They could also be pulled out from certain tactical caps which we wear. They are also worn around the wrist in the form of tactical wristband. Now what is that a bungee cord can do? Well, you can use a bungee cord to put together breakages. For example, your bike breaks from a certain place and you don't have equipment to weld it or uh, you know put it together, you can use that bungee cord to put this thing together. It can also become a potential tool to help you against attack from wild animals or maybe any predator or any assailant. What can be done is you can use a small piece of stick and tie maybe your screwdriver or a pen at the end of the stick and tie it up with the bungees and it works as a spear to ward away any predator or attacker. You could also use a bungee cord in case of pulling a bike or getting a bike pulled by another vehicle just in case of a breakdown by reinforcing it in maybe twos or threes and thereafter its strength increases and then it can be used for um, a towing mechanism. A bungee cord can also be used in case of a flash flood you you fall into a stream or you find somebody floating used as a trap or as a as an extension to be thrown to that person. to help grab it and come out so a bungee cord has enormous uses also in case of medical emergency like in case of a fracture or bleeding this can also be used to stop the bleeding or maybe put the broken part together with the help of a splint so always carry a bungee cord because this is something which can help you stay a hard target so till next time ride hard ride safe and goodbye bike radio Soundboard. Soundboard. So one thing, while we're saying thank you to Joe, yeah. uh, just want to tell everybody out there. A lot of people call it bungee cord. It's not the bungee cord. It's the rib cord, because there's a difference between the bungee cord and the rib cord. The bungee cord has is elastic, and the rib cord is not is inelastic. It won't stretch. Right. And it never hurts to carry extra cord. Because it doesn't weigh anything, yeah. right? And uh, if you have extra length, yeah. it can always be useful. Yeah, and Obviously, you can double it up. Yeah, which is why I mean, yeah. or triple it up. Yeah, as in uh, if you got to pull a um, a bike, you need maybe four 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 rounds of it. Yeah. If you want to pull a car, maybe eight rounds of it. You know, you what you need to do is it doesn't matter five meters, ten meters. It just doesn't matter. It weighs nothing. Yeah, takes up very little space. Right. So it's always useful to carry extra. So thank you to Captain Jaypreet Jo Joshi. Yeah, thank you so much. We started this uh, series last time called the Survival Series. Right. And the first one was on the whistle. Yeah, the whistle. <whistles> and it's the simplest thing to carry around. And then uh, this time it was the bungee cord. We've got more coming up. Uh, but thank you to Jaypreet Jo Joshi for making this happen so promptly. You know, I'm going to rename uh, Jo as GI Jo. All right. Yeah. Because he does similar stuff. You right? got another name for him. I, you do. Hmm. What is that? Kambakt Ish. Kambakt Ishk. Where is that coming from? Hey Joe. Hand cutting. Dono hand cutting. Dono hand cutting. Acha. So um, you know what the cord can be used for? Mm, you tell me. So if you're in Japan, you can pop or hop across or get catapulted across to the Pacific Ocean to the United States. Yeah, Trans-Pacific. Or if you're in Can you be more specific? Or if you're in Europe or England as okay. uh, as Sanjay really likes to be. Oh yeah. Find its second home almost. Oh yeah. You can actually go transatlantic. Yeah. 
and get catapulted into North America. Yep. Why are we talking about this? Because Sanjay makes this massive move from Yamaha to Harley Davidson. Wow. So uh, from shepherd's pie to mac and cheese. Why does food have to figure in every damn conversation that you have, man? <laughs> this is incredible. This is incredible. I find this absolutely incredible. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi. And you're listening to The Long Way Home. 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 It was the pull of the brand, the biggest motorcycle brand in the world to create history. You know, of course, it's success and marketing managers will come, a better guy will come, a better sales manager will come and you sell lots. No doubt about it. But it's the first guy setting up the hog, setting up the Harley Rock Riders, setting up the company. So it was a small table where six guys used to sit. Where was this? That was in Gurgaon. That was a hotel where we had taken up a business room with a small room with six guys sitting and laying the foundation of the company. So there was a managing director whose name was Anoop. He was from hmm. UK. Okay. Two Americans. There was me, marketing director. There was service guy and there was the logistics guy. Okay. Right from finding out the dealerships, laying the foundation of the brand, setting up the event agency, setting up the advertising agency, creative agency, Media plan, launching of the bike, first auto expo sometime in 2010, Jan, first auto expo. Initially, they had taken a small place, so I ran, increased the number of players. How we will launch at the auto expo, where the bikes will be displayed, because they are lot into charity. One of the India colored bikes, they wanted to, to give it in a charity, sell it, mm, okay. and the money goes to the charity. How planning of that? The aura around the brand, the mystique around the brand, learning it, laying the foundation, how it has to come up. It was amazing. Brand is owned by the customers. All that I learned from Harley Davidson. Mm -hmm. The bar and the shield logo, where it is coming out, the hog, the feel, the potato-potato sound. And it was great feeling laying the foundation for three years. Because first year you laid it, second year you had fun, third year you had fun. So that was something amazing. And the end of third year, again, Siddharth Lal, I met Siddharth who called me again that they are establishing GT and other things they want okay. to do it up again uh-huh. and that's how I went back to Royal Enfield because I felt I can devote or contribute to motorcycling in Royal Enfield much more than in Harley okay. because Harley everything was coming in from US mm-hmm. it is a CBU mm-hmm. right. so you are doing a brand everything right. established everything yeah. is running you cannot tinker with the brand na? it is owned by the customer right. so you cannot do anything so, but Royal Enfield was evolving establishing growing you can contribute much more and that's where you are still a tailor there yeah, you're yeah. still a tailor there. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. 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 London say, I am Iradust. I know. Okay, so imagine we go to London. Let's imagine. Haan. Haan, so, what would you like to do? What would Man, I have no idea actually. But I have a big band. Big band. Big band. I have a 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 I actually would, you know, do you know something where we uh, we have our, the venue, the venue that, uh, what is that, China Exchange? Yeah. You know what the road is? What? Shaftsbury Avenue. Shaftsbury Avenue? Yeah. What is special about Shaftsbury? Another uh, Dire Strait song. Is it? Walking in the Wild West in Shaftsbury Avenue. I'm Ooh. seeing so many names in, in the lyrics, you know. Uh, that's because uh, Mark Knopfler is yeah. from yeah. the old Blighty, whatever it's called. Yeah. So the, these guys were hanging around all over London because that's where you used to get your gigs. Right. And so we'll be there. West End is full of it. So the one thing that you and I, I know we are looking forward to is... The Ace Cafe. Absolutely. Because the Ace Cafe is an icon, right? Yeah. The Mecca of motorcycling in England. Yeah, so, you know, 
people are doing rides yeah transcontinental rides that yeah. end at ds cafe you bet doesn't get bigger than that no yeah look forward to being there very soon so we have no clue what it's about right we'll go and find out sanjay is there he's he's going to patch us through to mark yeah but hey he did tell us a lot about it right yeah hi i'm sanjay tripathi and you are listening to the biker radio broadcast 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 so is cafe was a transport cafe which was opened in 1938 dhaba it was a dhaba uh, it was a murthal dhaba for yeah. london okay. and it was bombed during the second world war okay and after the second world war the first new generation came up in england particularly in london which was away from the war economic boom was happening so they were buying motorcycles okay. motorcycles was a sense of freedom right the you know the swinging 60s generation the late 50s and the swinging 60s generation you okay. know the rock and roll the teddy boys the beatles the rolling stones that generation was coming up mm. so there were no pubs there were no hard rock cafes so there was this ace cafe which was a cultural mecca of motorcycle in the world mm-hmm. there was the 59 club which was the first motorcycle club which was established in london okay. there was the ace cafe you used to go there as a nice parking area you park your bike and you have nice coffee you have tea that time you used to get steaks and bun and omelet that time it is a classic murthal cafe of that time mm-hmm. see the society of that time mm. young people coming up economic boom happening mm. freedom happening two wheelers coming up music music happening rock and roll happening all the music shows happening what happened in the 1960s there is happening in india now sex drugs and rock and roll exactly after 2010 the first generation coming up they are having money they are buying bikes bikes are available murthal dhaba is there people are going out expressways there illegal racing is happening today also ace cafe is a cultural icon so i came to know about ace cafe somewhere in 2007 i went there for the first time in 2009 the guy mark wilsmore he became friends with me okay he's, he's the owner mark wilsmore is the owner and he was the original police guy who used to chase these illegal racers on his bike now we're talking cafe racers cafe racers the triumphs the nortons the bsas we royal infusion should, should speak to mark please introduce us to we mark we will we will because here is a man who has just the right entrepreneurial you know idea <laughs> he chased all these buggers right up to the cafe yeah. and he said yaar boss this is what i want to do forget the chasing part huh? it is so smart yaar somewhere late 70 it shut down because of the economic collapse and all yeah mark was the original police guy who used to chase these guys Now somewhere in the 90s mid 90s a rockers revival movement happened it was the revivalist movement Correct. Mm-hmm. it was not just the motorcycle revivalist movement right. it was the swinging 60s revivalist movement right. it was the music revivalist movement right. it was the fashion revivalist david movement david bowie exactly david bowie and all that gang you know yeah. the swinging Boy 60s George. that time of music came in it was a gay big retro movement which yep. came in right that was a part when rockers revivalist movement when he revived the ace cafe at the original place and lot uh-huh. of support he got uh-huh. it was a huge commercial success and today it is one of the huge commercial success it is a biker icon if you are a biker if you go to england or london specifically right. you have to visit that place you have the bikers night the rock and roll the food the food is not great mm-hmm. but bikers never eat great food they don't understand it they don't <laughs> Why I don't that? know. Why They don't that? have the sophisticated tongue to understand the different taste. I you think, think so? Yeah, I think so. You know, well, they're not sissy. They are not sissies. Okay, that's not what sissy you mean. Boys. Yes. And when I joined Royal Enfield, they were launching the Continental GT. It was the first AS cafe being launched. The original Continental GT was launched in the 1960s, mm-hmm. and the next Continental GT was being launched after 50 years in 2013. So I launched the Continental GT at Ace Cafe and rode rode from Ace Cafe to Brooklyn to Bur- Brighton, where the Rockers and the Mods fought a pitched battle in the 1960s. And that was an extremely proud moment of being not just launching a motorcycle but reviving and connecting with a motorcycling history of Ace Cafe and Rockers and all that. You know that is real remembrance for me. The real estate of Murthal has just gone up. <laughs> People are putting money in Murthal already. I'm Sanjay to, having told us that I'm going to start chasing these <laughs> breakfast bikers for <laughs> all over the place. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi, and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Potato, potato, khatam. Acha. So is, was it back to fish and chips? Are we going to talk of food again? Well, that's all right. Was it back to fish and chips? Or? It was now absolutely fish and chips because he was back in Ari. Okay. Launch of the Continental GT. 
All right. And then, not many people know about this. This is the man behind the Himalayan. He worked on the development of the Himalayan. So I was involved in the Himalayan because Himalayan was getting developed. The development started sometime in 2012. So they wanted to develop a purposeful belt on a Royal Enfield brand. That's okay. how the Himalayan concept was developed. Okay. Easy to maintain. Can go anywhere where there are roads, where there are no roads. So why not give them a bike where they don't need to change anything? Where the bike is purpose built to travel to Himalayas, right. roads, no roads. Jaisalmer, Tour, Bhutan, jungles, Uttarakhand, anywhere. Right. The bike was tested in UK. The bike was tested in Himalayas. Mm. At Khardungla, the bike was tested and sand every damn place by the best of people. Mm. Initially, there were some quality issues. I think they have sorted it out. Now, you didn't think, like that. Yeah, quality issues are there. You you are a stickler for quality, right? So of course see, you put your foot down. See, qualities you have to put your foot down, but you have to realize that. the quality or the components comes from outside the company okay and it was some issue there in controlling the vendor quality where some issue happened okay. it was then it is never an intention of the company also you have to be fair to royal enfield that it was a first new bike Absolutely. being done by them in Absolutely. 50 years and they had the bloody guts to no do one it. else did it no one else did it they had the bloody guts to do yeah. it you see global manufacturing history whether it is honda yamaha harley mm-hmm. everyone does recall mm-hmm. everyone has had had problem right. for royal enfield himalayan had some issues in the beginning right. it was new the customer was new the royal enfield guys were cribbing right but they got it right they got the thing right because the concept was right and today the sales have really picked up and you have separate himalayan groups which are different from a typical bullet guy right when you're pushing the culture the first guy who's doing it will face all these hurdles yeah. and royal enfield face the hurdles and they bulldoze the bloody thing hi i'm sanjay tripathi party and you're listening to the long way home 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 if you had the opportunity to ride with anyone from history yeah imagine or real yeah all contemporary times okay okay who would it be and why he'll be valentino rossi He is the greatest ever MotoGP racer, and the amount he has done for motorcycle in general, motorcycle racing, motorsports. I think no one has done it. Mm-hmm. Do you get to ride out? So yes, I ride out with, of course, God's guys. Sometimes one of the best rides I have done with some of my friends in the media was the Venus Lines ride in in Japan. Okay, from Tokyo to Mount Fuji. and to venus line into the hot spring it is amazing out of the world very few people know it so would would, would you say that your, your favorite, favorite ride so the favorite ride was venus lines ride it is bigger more beautiful much more bike oriented much more culturally bike oriented much more soul stirring than even sturges and even road 66 was wow. the best ride this was when this was in the year 2007 just before the big bikes was being launched some of the media guys we wanted to give them an experience of riding big bikes So we took them to Japan, and we had the R1, R6, TDM, V Max, all the big bikes, and they were very excited. I was very excited. We started the ride from Tokyo. We went to Mount Fuji, and we came down from Mount Fuji, and there was this cherry blossom bloom happening in Japan that time. It was just amazing. It would look like out of this world: pink, red, blues, yellows, pinkish, orangish. Wow. both sides of hundreds of kilometers of forest of cherry blossom and we went to these hot springs uh-huh. relaxation pubs and it's cold it is cold yeah it was raining but we kept on riding okay so from snow we came down to you know tropics okay okay uh, messy weather but you had other biking groups you had different kind of biking groups you meet them yeah. the way they greet you the biking culture there yeah. the respect for other bikers the respect by four wheelers to the bikers mm-hmm. is in a different league we are 100 years behind them mm. okay so it was great amazing because the road conditions and the way it was organized typical japanese precisions the food was great every evening there used to be a presentation you like the food i like japanese food very mm. nice udon noodles and yakitori and i like everything we were switching bikes the program leader or the project leader of that bike will come and explain about the bikes 
you know so it was a tour come riding come beauty come understanding the different bikes it was an amazing experience that i think that was the best ride my way hello friends this is lokendra pal reporting biker radio broadcast today i am riding from gwalior to panchmadi which is in hoshangabad district madhya pradesh panchmadi is a beautiful destination for every rider full of greenery mighty mountains waterfalls with narrow cornering roads it was fun to ride here panchmadi is about 600 kilometers from gwalior the road which i decided to ride is via jhansi sagar peparia while riding i had taken 3 to 4 halts for tea break I had my lunch at hotel Satyam Dhaba at Sagar Bypass. They have good quality of food. As I reached my destination, I am staying in hotel Satpura Safari Panchmadi. Tomorrow I will go to see the amazing landscape and waterfalls nearby area. I recommend to visit Panchmadi. Once again, hello to all the listeners of Biker Radio Broadcast. That's all from Lokendra Pal. This my way. My way. Well, thank you so much, Lokendra Pal from Gwalior, for sending us that my way. Fantastic! I have heard so much about Panchmari in Madhya Pradesh. I hope more people head out and see the beautiful place. Uh, and also, big thank you to one of our biggest fans and one of our biggest supporters, Mayank Saxena, for helping me source this my way. Uh, a lot of you don't know how much work goes into. trying to source any content and mayank can vouch for it he's been working all of yesterday and all of today he's made about 150 calls and he's finally got somebody to do the my way that's how difficult it is right now so mayank once again thank you so much you know you've been saying this over and over again and i must say this okay we're not saying the our lines bar bar on our show listen connect ride on it's very important so obviously people are not listening yeah <laughs> Or if they're listening, then they. I, It's sure, going through. No, one can't say the other can't. Ah, don't do that. We're both working hard. We're both working hard, brothers, and ah. we need your help. Ah. Huh? Again, Just again, ah. okay. And ah. this is what the help we need: eight nine two zero two seven double six seven five. Once eight again, eight nine two zero two. Seven double six seven five. Record your voice wherever you are on a trip. Record your voice. Tell us about your trip. That's it. Just tell us about your trip. Send it. It's a WhatsApp audio message. Just send it to us. You can be on the Biker Radio broadcast featured in My Way. We need you. We need to get your story out. So the My in My Way is not either Sunny or Shandy. It is you guys who are listening in. So we are soliciting again. Hat jodke. Hat jodke. Okay. Please send us content on. whatever you are going through whatever you are experiencing on your rides uh, the more exciting the longer the tougher and pull out your phone when you find that the scenery or the experience is absolutely compelling or even if you have a flat tire you just yeah. talk about it talk into your phone the yeah. voice recorder on your phone just shield it from the wind though yeah if there is any blowing the answer my friend हमारा तो माई वे इज ब्लोइंग इन द विंड गॉड नोज आंसर कब मिलेगा सो गाइज वी काइंड ऑफ यू नो एम्बार्ड ऑन दिस न्यू वेंचर एज पार्ट ऑफ द बाइकर रेडियो ब्रॉडकास्ट एंड इट्स अ फैंटेस्टिक वन वी थिंक इट इज एंड वी होप यू गाइज विल लाइक इट टू सो वॉट वी ट्राइंग टू डू इज वॉट वी ट्राइंग टू डू इज वी गो टू आर गेस्ट एंड वी आस्क आर गेस्ट टू गिव अस a memorabilia something that they have been involved with something that's been part of you know a significant part of their journey it could be anything it could be an old spark plug or a broken clutch wire or a lipstick or or a pair of old shoes <laughs> yeah anything man any just so long as it is authentic and it is attached to you know an event or something that is important in that person's life right uh, so Uh, what we trying to do is that we trying to make this collection of uh, sangrahale sangrahale of uh, memorabilia <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, you guys uh, listening in uh, will be able to appreciate that and uh, we would love to share it with you actually that's the idea of collecting this and what a start and what a start the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on 
there is a classic helmet which i used while riding during the launch of gt i don't use use it because it's an open face but i've used it for the launch of gt okay i'll give you that done okay it has got a story during the rockers or that time i'm talking about 60s it used to be there was no full face helmet there was only mm-hmm. racers used to wear they used to wear a half face helmet theek hai aur ek particular bubble style hoti thi acha black generally hoti thi us samay black hoti thi thodi si white stripe thi acha so i asked bb hmm. i want a helmet like this before the launch hmm. yaar ye to mereko vendor se karana padega never mind main kuch nahi chahiye main to feel nahi aati yahi chahiye yaar ye hum bike nahi launch kar rahe it's a piece of art and its community hmm. so he got this helmet to me hmm. and during the ride i wore it and of course i was wearing my louis leather jacket so louis leather jackets louis leather boots and this kind of helmets very closely associated with the rockers culture hmm. so i thought ki kis maine aise hi rakha hua tha koi कनेक्टेड विद दैट कल्चर आएगा तो यार तू ले जा मेरे पास तो पड़ी हुई है सो आई थॉट व्हेन यू सेइंग दैट कि दैट आई कैन गिव बिकॉज दैट समथिंग ग्रेट बिकॉज मोटरसाइकल्स एंड हेलमेट एंड दैट राइडिंग गोज वेरी वेल एंड इट गिव्स दैट मैसेज ऑफ सेफ्टी आल्सो व्हाट यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट यू नो सो द कॉन्टिनेंटल जीटी वाज लॉन्च्ड यू सी मी वेयरिंग दैट हेलमेट एंड राइडिंग सो इट्स अ वेरी हिस्टोरिकल हेलमेट दिस इज आवर फर्स्ट This is our first, and thank you so much. And you this. just take it and do whatever you want. You want to give it. You want to put it on. You will be part of whatever happens with it. We just thought that we'll start this culture. We're creating a hall of fame, essentially. That's all we're doing. Mm. Yeah, and we are trying to share what you think. Then it becomes a, a new uh, ether to breathe. I totally agree. See, I was expecting that some of these biking groups will be leaders in the Chipko movement in Delhi. None of them did it. Uh. Foolish. Good you point. should have been the part of stopping the carbon footprint because the bikes which you ride are uh, creating the carbon footprint. Oh yes. Had you been a part of it, you would have elevated yourself beyond it. You would have not been the guys who ride rashly or who do illegal things and buy illegal bikes and ride on the expressway illegally. They should have come together under a group. Everyone goes there. Just imagine. Hundred big bikes, whether it is Royal Enfields or Yamahas or any big bikes or Harleys or Triumph. I want these guys to be part of the plantation campaign. I want these yeah. guys to be part of supporting the World Wildlife Fund. I want these yeah. guys to be part of preserving the nature, preserving you know against the pollution. They should have been part of those NGOs and that those people. That's exactly where Biker Radio comes in, Sanjay. What we are trying to do is that this thought that you have, when it gets across to everybody, everybody realizes that they miss the bus. ठीक है, चल गया. They miss the bus, but yeah. there could be another bus. The sun is shining. You are young. Ten years have gone by. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Oh ho! क्या बात है? एक बार फिर से. You are young. The sun is shining. Ten years have gone by. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. I'm Sanjay Tripathi, and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. So, talking to somebody like Sanjay was very different from what we've done earlier. Yeah, because uh, even though you know it was about him and the motorcycle, but he's been part of uh, motorcycling professionally. Yes, so he actually studies behavior yeah. and uh, it's on. Uh, researching trends yeah. and uh, where uh, when and what is likely to be working right if you ever wonder what goes into making a motorcycle the sketches the drawings the this the that the innovation all of that here in a nutshell is what really goes into making a brilliant piece of machinery yeah but suppose you were riding a Royal Enfield Himalayan okay and you were one of the early people who bought it yeah there is a lot of work that goes into putting together that yeah. product of course it's a work in progress and it changes and there's so much classification that uh, sanjay puts in he's got these little acronyms going oh, yeah. for you know segmenting the market right. you know breaking it down into bits who's this who's that finding out kind of looking under the sheets just checking out between you know the lines what's there and it's all that t reading you know predicting the future mm. that goes into making these machines and i love the acronyms but uh, what did you find looking under the sheets babi that's an image i can carry is bar tune wo nahi bola hain hain sri charvan bikers 
Babs, born again bikers. Rub rakha. So, Babs. Babs, we are Babs. Born, born again. again bikers. We have potential to be Babs. So, okay. born again bikers kya hai? College mein chalata tha. Then he dumped it. Naukri karne laga, shadi a gaya. Woh 40 saal ka hai. Generally, they are 40s. Our chicks will be Babis. So, generally, 40 saal ka hai. Paise hai. He has done well. Usko dar nahi hai ki naukri nahi hai. Because usko itna kaam kar lehi ki naukri nahi hai. Ye toh dusri nahi hai. Ye toh bilkuli dar nahi hai. Dusri le lega. So, they want to ride a bike because they want to go back to their best part, their wonder years. Wonder years are generally in school and college mein wonder years ho jata. Freedom a jati hai. Bike rehti hai wonder years mein. So, they, they are bars. Born again bikers. There's a huge community because when I'm thinking of developing a bike, these are rubs, rich jarpan bikers. They may be pseudos, they may be, but they have the money to buy the bikes. Then they are hardcore crazy maniacs. Very few. Hain? Less than 10% are. Docs are, two or four are, Gurinder are. These are all. They are still there. You know, if you meet them, there is nothing. Normal t-shirt, jeans, and jeans. You can't think that he will be running a bike. Who will be racing? Because everything is there and he will not show. And if he will be running here, he will be running very easily. Very few. Very few. और ये आ रहे हैं तो क्या हो रहा है अगर वीकेंड गेटअवेज आ रहे हैं तो कैसी बाइक चाहिए परफॉर्मेंस कितनी इंप्रूव करो अगर यहां पे दिल्ली में पूरा आपका मेट्रो फैल गई तो रोड्स इंप्रूव हो गई तो स्पीड इंक्रीज होगी वो 250 की स्पीड कैसे इंक्रीज करो एक्सेलरेशन कैसे इंक्रीज करो वो सब स्टडी कर रहा है वो अपने दिमाग में ले रहा है सब इनलेट ले रहा है दैट हैज टू कम आउट इन द कांसेप्ट देयर ही विल सिट and control the bike designer, he'll control the engineer, he'll control the testing and mm. he'll control the launch. That is his job. Mm. And that's what you've been doing. That's what I've been doing for so many years. Sanjay Tripathi, thank you so much for this amazing interview. Thank you so much. Thanks Sanjay. a lot. It was a pleasure talking Thanks to you. Thanks a lot. I hope you had fun. I hope oh, you. crazy. Hi, I'm Sanjay Tripathi and you are listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. So, Show some up. Show some up. Kya bole? Bye bye. Sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah, man. It was it was an awesome episode. Um, actually, this was one of our longest recordings. We had three hours sitting down, and we've got so much content. I wish we could put more of it on the show. Right. But, but this was uh, positively one of the most educative conversations that. Uh, we have had yeah. with I mean of course each one of them have been brilliant Yeah. but this was uh, you know of a totally different aspect of motorcycling right. and it was great we had great fun right so the show's doing well we're, we're delighted with where we are 15 shows over yeah. we need your help once again um, you know what you need to do is if you like the show just get the word around tell other people about it yeah. if it's worth it yeah see you then see you then listen connect right on out.